This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to the Mom Room Podcast. My name is Renee Rena, and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. Welcome to Thursday's solo episode. I am recording this on Monday. I was supposed to record it in Miami, but I left the battery of my camera charging in the wall in my office in Canada. So that didn't happen. I was going to try and like do it with my laptop, but I was like, you know what? Like I just wasn't feeling it, even though I had all day to do it. I just was not feeling it and I was like, I'm just going to do it when I get home, even though I knew it would be kind of chaotic. So here I am. Um, Okay, Miami. My husband and I were away for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, four nights. And oh, here's my husband here right now texting me. We had a morning. Um, I will tell you about our morning soon. First, I will give you the Miami recap. Okay, so we were away for four nights. Obviously, my main concern was how is Milo going to do with us being away? Because we have gone away like one or two nights here or there when he was younger. And like, I feel like when they're younger, they're not as aware. They can't really verbalize things like it's different. So now that he's very much aware and he's at the age where he asks for a specific parent, usually it's my husband. (laughs) Um, Anyways, I was like, I don't know how he's going to do. And I was a little bit nervous. So it ended up being totally fine. He had zero issues. I think he asked where we were once. Now, he did have both grandmas at home with him, which I think really helped. And they know his routine. They took him to school. So I think he was having a really good time and he loves being with them, obviously. So that helped. But now I was like, because my mom was like, oh, like no issues at all. He's going to bed like an angel, like everything's fine. And I was like, you better watch yourself because now we know that we can go away and he's fine. So we're like, where should we go next? Um, But yeah, so everybody's like, how was Miami? How was Miami? Um, I had never been there before. Many of you might not know this, but I went to school for a year in Boca Raton, which is like a half hour north of Miami. But I never really made it to Miami. All we did was go and play a volleyball game there at one of the universities and then go back home. So never really spent time in Miami. I feel like I was expecting it to be a little bit more, not upscale, but like more, you know, when you go to like a small beachside community and everything is just so like perfect and quaint with like local shops and, you know, just like ice cream shops. And like, I just had this vision in my mind and I was a little bit disappointed. Like the hotel that we stayed at was gorgeous, beautiful. They had really nice pools. It was right on the ocean. So that was lovely, right on the boardwalk, which we never even freaking went down. 
um, which I will get to in a moment. But yeah, hotel was beautiful. But as for like being able to walk around and like shop at local shops, like it wasn't like that at all. It was actually quite like it gave me a little bit of like icky vibes whenever we would leave the hotel and walk around. It's just like I felt like crime was happening like just around the corner. Um, That's the vibe that it was giving me. Also, any of the restaurants that we just kind of like popped into quickly, they looked like they would be awesome on the outside. Like they're very like gimmicky and, you know, neon lights and like you're probably thinking like, why would you think neon lights meant that there was a nice restaurant there? But you know what I mean? It was just like all done up to attract tourists. And then we go and sit down to eat. And I'm like, this food is garbage. So I felt like a lot of these restaurants that are on the main strip wouldn't last if they weren't on that strip, but they just get so many tourists, I'm sure that they just survive. So I don't know. It just wasn't like we made a point to take an Uber to the shopping area. So there's a street that's blocked off, like no cars can drive down it. It's just like a walkway and it's like a big outdoor mall. And I was like, oh, this will be nice. Um, It wasn't nice at all. Like we walked around. I was like, this is a waste of time. It had all the stores that we have in Canada. Like it was just like Zara and stuff like that. Like it wasn't local Miami shops, which is what I was looking forward to. Like I wanted to get like souvenirs or like something cool for my mom or Milo. But yeah, no, it was just kind of like run down people bugging you to go eat at their restaurant. The one bonus of the shopping strip, if you want to call it that, was the F1 store. Like I was so beyond excited and thank god we found that store because it's like the one store that we went into and actually like looked around and it was exciting um I didn't know these stores existed so I'm like looking through all the merch like all the different teams all the different drivers and I landed on this shirt so if you're watching on YouTube you can see my beautiful purple t-shirt and in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm going to get a few different t-shirts, like a Red Bull one, like a Ricardo one, and like maybe I'll get Milo something, a hat, like they had really nice hats. And I was like, oh my God. So we were at the back of the store and there was a sale rack. And so I pick up a t-shirt. It was like a Miami racing like F1 t-shirt. And I look at the price and it was on sale for $69.99. And that's American dollars. So in Canada, that's like a thousand I'm kidding, but you know what I mean. So I'm like, okay, so maybe I'll just pick out one t-shirt, basic ass cotton t-shirt. So I go find the one that I want, take it to the counter. I didn't even look at the price. I'm like, it's a t-shirt. How much can it be? With tax, it came up to $90 US. That's like a hundred grand Canadian for one t-shirt this beautiful t-shirt I'm wearing right now and I was like oh well I'm on vacation f1 merch is very exciting so I will pay that amount of money for this t-shirt because I'm not buying anything else so that was that thank god for that f1 store that made me excited um something else I noticed I feel like 
I'm a little bit too old for Miami or maybe we were in the area that caters to young and hip people and my husband's going to be like, oh, speak for yourself, like, because he thinks that he is like, you know, party rock star, like Mr. Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide here. Um, he's not. I don't know why he like he's just anyways. Um, every restaurant that we went to and we tried to make later dinner reservations like, you know, ooh, like child free in Miami. Let's make a 9 p.m. dinner reservation. Like at 7.30 p.m., we're like sitting in bed, like waiting. Okay, can we leave yet? Um, I'm hungry. I'm bored. I'm tired. So then what happened was we would be like, okay, let's get ready. And then we'll go downstairs to the bar that's in the hotel and have a few drinks. So we're like, okay. And the bar had a social hour between 6 and 8 p.m. Perfect. So we go down, we start having drinks and social hour meant they had half off cocktails, certain cocktails. There was like four to choose from, but I wanted a mango margarita. So my husband gets a couple of the cocktails that were on the social hour menu and I asked for a mango margarita. No discount on the mango margarita, okay, because it wasn't on the social hour menu, So we get our bill. We each had two drinks. So that's four drinks total. And the bill was 80 some dollars. And my husband was like, are you fucking kidding me? So my husband's cocktails were like 10 bucks each. Mine were 25 for a little mango margarita. Like this was not like some big like slushy, you know, meter long Las Vegas margarita. This was just like a simple glass, basic. Okay, keep in mind, like this was the best mango margarita I've ever had in my life. Clearly they use like real mango in the drink. It wasn't just like a syrup or a disgusting, you know, like juice. It was delicious. But $25 US for one margarita. That's like a hundred dollars Canadian for a margarita. And I had two. So four drinks came up to almost a hundred dollars. And that was just like our, we're bored. Let's go down and have a drink before our dinner reservation. So then we go to our dinner reservation. Both nights that we went out for dinner, it was loud. Like you would think that you were in a club at midnight. That's how loud the restaurants are and pitch black. Like we were trying to take photos in the restaurant. Like you couldn't even see us. It was black, loud as a club at midnight. And we were like, okay. So of course our table wasn't ready. So we, they're like, oh, please join us at the bar and have a cocktail well, and we'll like buzz you or text you when your table's ready. We're like, okay. So we go at the bar, order a couple cocktails. They're like $25 each. We're like, okay. Um, Go sit down. Finally, our table's ready. Sit down at the table. We each get another cocktail. We order food. It was kind of like a tapas place. Um, the best food I've like ever eaten 
some of the best food I've ever eaten. We're obsessed with truffle. And they had so many truffle things on the menu, like truffle sushi, like scallop sushi with truffle. They had truffle spaghetti. Like it was incredible food. And the service was great, but the service was very like bang, 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 bang. It's like you sit down at your table. They bring out the food like really quickly. You can't talk or have a conversation. So we're like just eating. You know, it's not like take a bite like, oh, so yeah, what'd you learn at the conference today? Oh, yeah. No, it was just like, okay, I guess I'll just eat the food as fast as I can because I can't even talk to the person I'm at dinner with. And then it was like the food comes out, food comes out. Okay, like we're we're done. I guess we're going to leave. Like what what else are we going to do? Like sit here and stare into the distance? Like like I I don't know, try to read each other's lips. Um I was like, are we too old to go to restaurants in Miami because that's what it felt like. Everyone else is like having a good time and I'm like, okay, the food is amazing, the drinks are amazing, but what are we supposed to do here? So we left. We were literally sitting at that table for maybe an hour, not even. And we spent, including the drinks at the bar, it was probably like $400 for what? Like we like ran in, like, was this like fast food? Like we might as well have eaten at McDonald's, but it was just like in and out. Can't hear. It's pitch black. So crazy. So anyways, that's like my one complaint. I was like, I see what you guys are doing. Like, it's so loud that people don't want to like lounge and stay at the table for very long. So you're turning over the tables like crazy fast and making a killing. So anywho, um, that was that. Speaking of truffles. So I feel like truffle is a flavor where people either love it or they hate it. And we are obsessed. Ever since we went to Germany years ago and we ordered this truffle pasta in Dusseldorf and we were both like, this is the best thing I've ever eaten in my entire life. Like we became obsessed with truffles after that. There's a salt. We used to always make truffle popcorn. So we would make the popcorn like pour melted butter on it and then this truffle salt from the company's called Amola A-M-O-L-A. You can find it at like some specialty stores or you can order it online. It's incredible. So obsessed with truffle. Whenever we go to eat, like we will order the truffle fries. We will order anything that's truffle. And so Miami had a ton of truffle on every menu, which we loved. And then it made me think, because my husband was like, we need to get some real truffles when we get home. And I know my friend has a truffle dealer in Toronto. That's right. It's not a drug dealer. It's a truffle dealer. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll text her and see if like we can get in on her truffle dealer, you know? And she, she's like, yeah, like, let me just like think about the logistics and she gets back to me and she's like oh just so you know they only do white truffles and I think we like black truffles um we probably love both but anyway so my husband's like yeah we gotta find a truffle dealer when we get home and then it made me think about this is so ridiculous so when I lived in Italy Kathy came to visit me and it was like a 
little bit of a dreary, rainy-ish day, but it was still nice. And we went to this cafe and it had this big outdoor but covered patio. And we're sitting out there having like a latte and a pastry or whatever, whatever people do in Italy. One second, I'm going to take a drink. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year, and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Little Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals. So you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms 
symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner, I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. And so we're sitting there just enjoying ourselves and this older woman, like gray hair, like dressed just in like a long drapey coat, like kind of like hunched over. She's approaching our table really slowly and she's holding something in a paper towel in her hand And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, what is going on? Like she looked a little bit like disheveled. And so I thought she was going to have like a dead bird or something in her hand that she was going to show us like, can you help me my dead bird? Or as she got closer, it was like a brown, like it looked like a piece of shit. And Kathy and I were like, oh my God, oh my God. And we can't speak Italian, so we're just kind of like telling her like, oh, no, like, no, like trying to be polite Canadians. And then we realized after the fact that it was a truffle, like she was going around to the tables at the cafe trying to sell her little truffle. And I was like, well, fuck, I wish I would have known that I would have bought it off her. Um, But that's my funny truffle story um, from Italy. So... Okay. So yeah, Miami was good. I don't know if my husband and I were like, oh, we have four nights. We can go anywhere. Where would we go? I don't think I would go back to Miami unless, for example, he had another conference or something like that. Um, Much prefer other locations, I think. So Milo was amazing. They had zero issues at bedtime, which like that's wild. He barely asked for us. He every night would have his bath, go to bed, just like was an angel. And when we came back on Sunday, he of course gave us trouble at bedtime. And I was like thinking back to when he started kindergarten and we had the restraint collapse issue for like a week. And I was like, it must happen when parents have been away for a while and they've been staying with somebody else and they're not as comfortable to like act out or, you know, like be super emotional or any, you know, like they're trying to be happy and like good and because he loves his grandmas and you know what I mean? And I was like, I'm sure it's the exact same thing. It's like a post vacation restraint collapse because he's probably been like keeping it together for them the whole time. 
So we had a little bit of a bedtime battle, but it didn't last very long. And I'm hoping that it's over and it doesn't continue for the next few days, but we shall see. Um, this morning, today's Halloween. Yay. Happy Halloween. Hope everybody had a great time. Um, it's raining where we are, which leads me to my story of the Monday morning from hell, because that's what today was. Of course, the first day back, like bedtime battle, and then the morning was just a series of unfortunate events, is all I can say. So it's pouring rain. He's finally dressed, teeth are brushed, got everything ready, his lunch is ready. And my husband and I decided that we would take him to the bus stop together because maybe he would be more likely to get on the bus stop because the day before we left for Miami, my mother-in-law was here and we went to the bus stop together with Milo and so that she could like see where the bus stop was and like get a feel for the morning routine. So that morning when we went to catch the bus... The bus driver, it was a different bus driver, first of all. So like that, he was not okay with that. And the bus driver, instead of like going around the block and coming on the the side that we were standing at, he like pulled on the other side and put the little thing out for people to cross the road. And we were all like, what is going on? So one of the moms ran over to the bus and she's like, just double checking that it was for the right school and everything. And there is like a sign with the information of the bus on the side. So she's like, yeah, okay, everybody, come on. So Milo, it's like he was okay. He was like, yeah, like getting his backpack on to walk across the street to get on the bus. And then as he like looked in the bus and it was a different bus driver, it's usually a younger woman and this was a man he was like, no, I'm not going on the bus. And I was shocked. I was like, what? Because he loves taking the bus. And he was just like afraid not going on the bus. I'm like, okay, like I'll drive you. And I'm like, oh, of course this happens the day before we leave for Miami. So the next morning they tried to bring him to the bus again. It was the same thing. Same thing the next day. Like he didn't want to get on the bus, but he was okay with going to the bus stop. So my mom ended up driving him all the whole time we were away. And this morning, my husband's like, I can take him to the bus stop too. So let's go together and maybe he'll be fine. And the mom, one of the moms had texted me saying it's the regular bus driver. Like she's back. So maybe he'll be okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. So again, pouring rain, can't find his Spider-Man umbrella. And my husband's like, I know I saw it somewhere like and so we're like tearing the front closet apart because it's raining. Milo's excited that he can use his Spider-Man umbrella because he loves it and it's like a toy basically to him and he's like whining like he wants his Spider-Man umbrella. I'm like oh my god why can we not find it and it was even more frustrating because my husband was like I know I saw it somewhere. I just saw it in my mind. I'm like can you fucking remember where you saw it but anyways We have two like adult boring umbrellas. So I took those out. We walk to the bus stop in the pouring rain. The bus eventually comes and he's totally fine. Like happy mood. We're like, you're going to go on the bus today. And he's like, yeah, okay. Bus comes. All the kids are getting on the bus. Doesn't want to get on the bus. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. 
So we're like, okay. So we walk back to the house in the pouring rain, get inside and his jacket's all wet. His toque is all wet. So I'm like, okay, change your jacket, change your hat, put his rubber boots on. I was like, I'll drive you. And he's like, doesn't want me to drive him. He wants my husband to drive him. And I'm like, oh my God. So I'm like, my husband's like, we'll go together. Like we'll both go together. My husband had time this morning. He's not going to for the rest of the week. So he better get over that because mommy has to drive you. Um, My husband goes to put Milo in the car seat in my SUV. The car seat's not even clicked in with the seatbelt. And so I'm pretty sure my mom was driving my child around to school for three days with the car seat not even clicked in. And I know what happened because but the, the night before we left, we went out for dinner and we all like piled into the car and I was in the front seat and the two grandmas were in the back seat with Milo and I'm sure they were trying to get their seatbelts on and stuff and accidentally unclicked his car seat. So my husband's like, oh my God, you've got to be kidding me. It's pouring rain. He's trying to get the car seat in. It's not going in. Like, you know how the seatbelt, you pull it all the way and then it locks. It wasn't doing it. So he was like, oh my God, takes the whole thing apart, gets it back in. Finally, we get in the car. I'm like, oh my God, this is the worst morning and it's pouring rain and it's Halloween and I'm trying to be fun and be like, yo, you're a spooky skeleton. Oh my God. Everyone's going to have costumes. Like I'm a fun mom. Meanwhile, I'm like raging inside. So anywho, he went to school. I have a list of things to do. That's like the size of my fucking head. Um, this is one of those things that I had to do record the episode, which is one of the most important and funnest things. So that's why I'm doing it now so early. I saved all the other stuff uh, for later. So Monday morning from hell, which also started last night. I was like, okay, that's it. Going to get back on the Peloton at 6 a.m., set my alarm for 5.30. I'm like, maybe I'll get up, meditate, like be the kind of person that I want to be in the morning. Alarm goes off at 5.30, turn it off, fall back asleep, wake up at 7. I'm like, Renee... I'm so mad at you right now. So then I come downstairs. Oh my God, this morning was just like a piece of shit. So then I come downstairs. I go to, I'm like, whatever, I'm going to have coffee and then I'll come shower. Grab the coffee pot. It's empty. Like the coffee didn't, it wasn't set to brew at a certain time. Like we always have it set so that when we come downstairs, it's ready. I was like, Oh my God. So put the coffee on, go back upstairs, shower, and I need to do the Peloton today or else I'm going to like beat myself up physically. Like not, that's not like a figure of speech. Like I will literally hurt myself if I don't Peloton today. So, um, but yeah, it's Halloween. Yay. Fun. If it's raining for trick-or-treating, I'm going to be devastated because last year for trick-or-treating was so fun. So he's even older now. So I think he'll get it more and it'll be fun. And of course it's raining. So, okay, couple things. Tomorrow, I suppose I'll take down all my Halloween decorations and take out the Christmas decorations. I'm very excited. We have like bins of Christmas decor and I can't wait to put it up very excited. Um, I don't know where we're going to put our tree this year because we 
deck we like added furniture to the living room and now there's not a clear spot where the tree can go um but anyways we'll figure that out later book report I did want to say so I'm over halfway done it ends with us by Colleen Hoover loving it loving it and I'm so happy there's like a second I think it's a prequel or a sequel I don't know but it's called it starts with us that she just released and people are going crazy over that one too so I'm excited that I can finish this book and then have another one to go with that book because you know how you you start to like the characters and then I get sad when a book ends it's like when you're watching a show and then it's the final season and you're like oh like I want more of that story so really loving that um If you haven't already signed up for the newsletter, do so, but just know that yesterday we announced what the movie is for the Mom Room Movie Club because every few weeks we're going to announce a movie and then we're going to chat about it on the podcast, my sister and I, and uh, we're going to get your input and yeah, it's going to be fun. So yesterday we announced the first movie and that is... I almost forgot the title. Bad Moms. Have you guys seen Bad Moms? I watched it years ago and I am very excited to watch it again. I was getting my hair done a couple weeks ago and we had it playing in the background on Netflix and I was like this movie is so good and then they have the second one which takes place over the holidays so it's like holiday themed and I remember going to the movie theater with my mamere to see that and I was like oh my god this is hilarious. So Bad Moms is the movie for the movie club, but go to themomroom.com, scroll down to the bottom and sign up for the newsletter. It's just like a fun email to get every week and it's beautiful. I don't know how many times I have to say it's freaking gorgeous. My sister is making them. We put them together. We put it together together. Sister project. Um, So yeah, that's that's what I got book report, movie club. In November, I am going to LA for 10 days. Uh, My husband's like, we're going to be fine. I'm so stressed about it, especially because just being away for four nights with my husband in Miami, I kept getting like waves of anxiety. And I feel like I'm just a routine person. Like, You always have these thoughts like, oh, I want to go away. I want to go on vacation. I can't wait to be like child free and like be able to do whatever I want. But then I get in those situations and I'm like, yeah, I have a little bit of anxiety and I'm not really enjoying myself that much. I can't wait to go home and just have my regular routine and like do bedtime and then read my Kindle in bed and all those things. Not to mention at home, I sleep by myself which is glorious and a pure luxury, okay? I could not wait to have the bed to myself after sleeping with my husband for four nights. I know this sounds funny, but like I am so sensitive to noise. And when he, I was sleeping with earplugs in, these really good earplugs that he got me on Amazon. And I had the sound machine, which plays white noise, literally right beside my head like I could not get closer to the sound machine but as soon and like he falls asleep within seconds 
And it drives me nuts. Like why? Like you wait until I fall asleep and then you can go to sleep because literally it's like, okay, light out. And within 30, not even 30 seconds, 20 seconds, it's like, I get so angry. And then my adrenaline starts going because I'm like, oh my God, like, do I have to punch someone in the throat? So in Toronto, last Saturday night, we went to see Kevin Hart. It was so good. And same thing. I was like, he was snoring and I kept pushing him, pushing him like sleep on your side, sleep on your side. And I was like, oh my God, do I have to go sleep on the couch? Like they had a little living room area. And I was like, no, because then it's a whole thing. I have to like unplug the sound machine and bring it over there and find a plug. And I was just like, I just kept waking him up. And so last night when I got into like my quiet bedroom all by myself, I was like, oh my God, this is heaven. Okay. Um, last little bit of bombshell news before I go, I'm still stressed about whether or not to have another baby. And I think my husband doesn't want to, but we're going to have to talk about it. We just need to be prepared and we need to have help. That's all. I also think like with your first one, you're a lot more stressed out then you would be with a second. I don't know. I need to like pick some people's brains and figure it out. <sighs> it's so hard to decide. And I'm not getting any younger. Like I'm going to be 38 in March. So anywho, hope you guys enjoyed this solo episode. My goal for I think 2023 is to do more solo episodes. How I do them is still up for debate. Um, my like, my dream is to just have like a daily podcast episode where every morning like Milo gets on the bus and I record a solo episode and put it up right away. So I would like to do that where it's just like an audio diary basically. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that. I'm just trying to figure out logistics and how I want to do that. So hope everyone had a great Halloween. And if you missed Tuesday's episode, it's with my mom. So check that out. We talk about my goth phase. Do you believe, yes, me with the pink wall had a goth phase? So uh, yeah. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. No, I hope your children sleep tonight. Bye. Are you looking for a podcast that'll make you laugh? You came to the wrong place. That's not us. That's not us. Well, it is. We are a husband and wife who chat about raw, real relationship yeah, topics. like sex. Like money. Like marriage and kids. But we're not afraid to talk about how your newborn baby probably isn't as cute as you think it is. If you're in need of entertainment while you're driving to work, because that sucks, we can join you in the suckage, kind of like being in your ear. Not physically. So if you want to laugh, come check us come out. Come check us out. Brought to you by The Laughing Couple Podcast. Ha <laughs> ha!